This is a Be Good Indie Arts podcast. Follow us at BGI Arts to learn more. Hello and welcome back to Stories on the Spot. I am co-host Ben Bloodgood and this is going to be a shorter bonus episode where Jesse and I wrap up and discuss episode 5, A Dead Sprint, which was our Halloween special. We hope you enjoyed that episode as much as we did, but if you haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, please pause this recording, go back and listen to it because there are going to be some major spoilers in this bonus episode. For those of you who are up to speed, we just wanted to share the conversation that Jesse and I had after our surprise twist ending. So please sit back and enjoy. Everybody gather around and listen to this show I found. Random tales with random plots, these stories on the spot. Halloween. A voice right in front of the register is like, yeah, I wouldn't go either. And he looks up and it's Tony. (laughs) holy shit okay so that was i i think that's really good because like i think that's actually better than what i had because i feel like it makes it's a better wrapped up ending my thought was about okay obviously we had a very brief moment where we referenced the story from last episode, episode four, with uh, Jordan Dawkins, if you remember him. going to get into Jordan, but go ahead. Uh, driving the Ranger and nearly hitting him. It's and in not fact, a vehicle. It's a truck. It's a truck. And in fact, a fun part about that also is if you remember, Jordan's, uh, Jordan's job was working at the cemetery. I so, forgot about that. So maybe Jordan sees... Uh, maybe he sees uh, Graham because maybe we you had you just had said something as the audio cut we we cut out for a second you said something something interesting about what you who you thought Tony was yeah so I I think and, and you can cycle back to your point here in a sec I think mm-hmm. Tony bumps into Graham on this road and these things are are compiling on either shoulder of the road and so Tony brings him to this he brings him to this place. And there's these people who are sitting in this place with like sunken faces and they're like, they're almost like they're, they're tired of being in the place that they are type right, of thing. Right, right, right. And so I, I almost think Tony is death. And, and these people are kind of like souls that are stuck. I think they're, they they're, they're on. in limbo and yeah, like yeah. To, either Tony or just the, the world is, is waiting to figure out what to do right, with right. these people. And so I, to go a step further than that, my reason in mentioning the the blue Ford Ranger, which I don't even think we named a color in the last no, episode, did. is because all of these different people are either walking, running, biking, driving past yeah. Graham toward the end of the story. Right. I think all of those people are having like a brush with death, and oh. so I think um, I think Jordan I think Dawkins. Jordan Dawkins almost had a brush with death i think jordan dawkins being a a frequent drunk driver Uh abuser of of alcohol driving home doing what he does you know working a night shift 
he he either you can take it two ways in the way one way you're gonna bring it is that he's bumping into a person who's had a brush with that someone who's in the, on the spiritual realm right well my point was saying that jordan working at the cemetery he's around exactly that stuff so much that maybe he is able to see that yes so that's that's a way to to bring it i was almost bringing it in a in a way where jordan had a brush but ended up on the human side of things you know he didn't end up on the spiritual side of things similar to how graham did why graham right and i was, I was about to bring that up as my question for you with that is, is we don't know so why graham we're led to been. believe that according to what we've just said that Graham had a near-death experience. We don't know why. We don't know what happened. Maybe it was like exhaustion. Maybe because he couldn't sleep and he was forcing himself to do these runs and he thought, okay, I'm going to go a little bit further than I than I normally do. He's not really in shape. He's He hasn't slept well in oh, that's good. Yeah. several weeks. Uh, you know, And you just referenced that you know, he w- was going to go in and have a 40. Maybe he does that often because he's just trying to find ways to relax and be able to sleep. And so maybe his body just could not take that stress. And maybe what happened was in in the reality where uh, Graham does do that run, he passes out on the road and, and dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because he has this premonition and Trevor and, in effect, Tony, if you will, uh, advise him not to go, he takes a step back from the precipice. That's that's good. And the other thing is, Graham is the one in the diner who stands up and is like, you're full of shit. Yeah. I'm getting the fuck out of uh-huh. here. And it can be debated that because of how many other people were in the hotel diner thing at the same time, death is too busy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay. To put up with Graham's mm-hmm. bullshit. He's like, fuck it. If you want to fucking go... I have too much. I have these other people to deal with yeah, right yeah. now. Like I need to. Yeah. I need to tell them where they're going. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and get your second chance. But at the same time, at the very end, Tony kind of makes his presence known when he's checking out. Like yeah, it's like yeah. a hey, I let you go once. Don't don't don't, don't be a fool. Take care of yourself. Yeah, I'm don't giving fuck you a up again. And yeah. we don't we don't get Graham's reaction at the end of the story, but it could be led to believe that Graham immediately has like a holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I remember who you yeah. are. I like Tony being death in this story because Tony is not a jerk. He's not a, the one thing that doesn't make sense with this is that Tony referenced to Graham that he had a street. You know, he had, he said it was for me, it was main street. He said like, you know, th- saying that he may, maybe what's happened is that Tony is like an emissary for death for whatever That's reason. That's what I was going to actually yeah. suggest is like, I mean, if you notice one thing about Tony is that he wasn't drained like everybody else. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. describe him as he, we described him as old, but we didn't describe him as this tired, you know, eye bags kind of guy. So my thought is maybe that he he had a near death experience and it's almost like a deal with the devil kind of maybe a deal with death mm-hmm. of like a hey, let me keep going and as a result it's like okay but for the next 100 years you have to do right. my job for me and you know in this particular realm of this the scope of the many people dying every day you, this is your region that's pretty good he talks about how he had a friend who was his street was Ramona Lane, and uh, the thing is that he didn't. I don't even know if he said a friend is more of another guy that he met 
I don't. Doesn't matter. Uh, and his way. street was Main Street, which, in my opinion, is a very generic. Yeah, very. Street yeah, name. very. And, and Ramona so Lane's it, very specific. It could. It could legitimately. He just could be still be death, and he could just be like, "Mine was Main Street." You know, yeah, like yeah, that's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So who fuck? Okay. Everybody has a Main Street. Right. Right. No, that doesn't mean good. anything. And maybe the last guy he just dealt with was. Yeah, literally the last guy that he just was moved Ramon, on was Ramona Lane. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Okay. So like, there, there, it, it could be, could be him bullshitting him a bit, just mm-hmm. trying to act more friendly than he actually and, was, and convince him to to get moving. What saved Graham tonight, and what saved me the night that I was on my run was that there was there was other people that needed to be dealt with in the <laughs> uh, in the hotel or or wherever these this this mysterious thing or mysterious person was going was like i don't have time for to deal with you at the moment i need to i need to point these souls in whatever direction Uh they're supposed Uh to go the the diner to me is purgatory yeah i I was thinking the same thing Uh, so a a couple things one let me tell you my and yeah yeah i was actually gonna ask you so you had him having this brush with uh with jordan dawkins and then my thought was you you started to describe him becoming calm and and becoming you know comfortable and it reminded me a lot of the way that the characters felt when they went to the cottage in the last story okay and my thought about that if you can keep in mind uh Ian who was sort of the love interest if you will of Kylie in the last episode he almost made it into the cottage but he never did Wow. And I thought, like, maybe what happened, what what I was going to have happen is somehow, maybe through that same open window or whatever, Graham gets into the cottage and just, maybe he even goes, I mean, now that we've, we're talking about death, I could make it even better, but I was going to say he just goes in and he, he lays down and rests. Mm-hmm. And and then, like, they never know he's there because they never actually go in. But it almost even, would be even better if you remember Ian's grandparents had died Maybe their their spirits are still in the house, and they see Graham, and they invite him in. Wow! And they're like, you know, oh my god, you look you look so tired, and he, like they're taking care of him. And then Ian shows up and stuff, and like there's a moment where Graham's like, uh, who are these people? And he looks over, and like the grandmother's crying because she sees Ian. Yeah. And and the, the, and, the, the, and the grandfather the, puts like a, a hand on her shoulder. The living people aren't responding to the dead right. people. Yeah. And yeah. and Graham real like Graham goes outside and he's like he kind of puts two and two together. He's like he's like like do you know these two old people? And he's like talking to them and they don't they don't respond. they don't know that he's there. There's some uh, there's a really uh, just fucking tearjerker fucking Junji Ito episode <laughs> where that. The, similar idea yeah yeah where it's the one where like the uh the loved ones fade away after x amount of years like they they do like this this ritual to bring people back but it's only as like uh like the 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 after image i think that's the uh-huh. term they use it's an after image of the loved ones and the uh as the story goes spoiler coming up probably the, yeah 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 spoiler alert fuck you the uh the the main girl is an after image oh yeah like the entire time mm-hmm. and she like died like just after marrying her husband but it's it's super fucked up as they get like kind of gnarlier as the years go on but yeah t- tony t- 
Tony became death for me actually very very early on in this story. Like I don't I, I can't even remember what point it was, but I think it was to the point where he was escorting Graham to the the hotel mm-hmm. diner thing. I'm like Tony is death. Yeah, like with right. these things on the road, like Tony is death. Like he's he's got this like hell biker. Is it just kind of a just kind of the the imagery of of death and the imagery of like the great beyond is that what these figures are like what is their purpose why are they there yeah i don't know i maybe that's see it's weird because there are already souls in the hotel diner thing that are undecided on right maybe, well it, so one thing that tony had said to graham is you can't stay like i can bring you to a safer place and maybe if you if you like we were saying towards the end, they, these creatures were slowly being able to reach into the road. Yeah. And maybe what happens is the longer you stay without a guide in what is basically, you know, the beyond, the more lost you get. And eventually you, they, these things pull you out and you become one of them. You become the lost soul. And these, so these old people in the diner are the, in purgatory are, they're exhausted, but they know their fate is worse if they like they're so lost, like direction wise, they don't want to be lost for good. And so they don't know, like for whatever reason, whatever they need to accept from their their death or their past life, they can't. Like Tony has tried to take these people where they need to go, but yeah, they won't yeah. go. Or even even like a different route, like they they're people who did the same thing Graham did, who basically like were not willing to accept what Tony had to say. And so they went off on their own down the road, but instead of continuing down where they were supposed to, they like went fucking haywire and they like just left the path. Like they're like, I'm, I can't, this this isn't, this isn't taking me this, this straight shot back isn't taking me where I want Mm -hmm. to go. So I have no choice, but to dip into either the right field or the left field, I'm leaving the road. Mm -hmm. And the moment they left the road, they never had a chance to come back. And so them reaching back in is them trying to get back onto the path to get back. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. That was a nice spooky one for you. We hope you have a wonderful Halloween. Stay safe. Stay some other adjective. Spooky, fun, happy. Check your candy. Yeah, check your fucking candy. Come on. There's people like me out there. Yeah, there's people like Ben out there. Check your fucking candy. Check your candy. There's (laughs) there's people like the guy that grunted at Ben at 2 a.m. Yeah, fucking weirdo. Don't go for night runs at 2 a.m. Yes, don't go for night runs. Don't get the night runs. Uh, Both are equally important pieces of advice. Uh, This has been Stories on the Spot. Thank you for listening. And to everyone who's keeping up with this show, who keeps uh, you know checking us out each uh, each episode, we appreciate you so much. We love the feedback. Uh, if you want to give us some feedback that can really help the show, you can either share the show, and uh, we really appreciate when you do that. Go ahead and share the link uh, and put it on your social media. Maybe just tell a friend or two about it and say, you know, this is actually a really entertaining show. It's you know, maybe I I, I listen to it while I work out, or I listen to it while I'm driving to work. Or, or well, I'm scaring people at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm on my creepy-ass night runs. <laughs> uh, and another way you can do this, you can go onto iTunes. That seems to be the best place to leave a review. Uh, we've already got a couple of uh, five-star ratings, so that's pretty cool. 
Uh, and we would appreciate more great, awesome feedback. Or you can just completely shit on us, whatever you want to do. Uh, at least we can be like, ha, sucker, you listen to the show. We know because you heard us just tell you to shit on us. Anyway, uh, a few other things you can do. You can check out an artist depiction as well as Jesse Bluggett wherever you get your music. That's uh, the tunage that we make. We were just talking about that a little bit at the beginning of the episode. And uh, there will be information about uh, how you can support the show uh, via our Patreon. Uh, and there will be many, many uh, payoffs for doing so, including helping us to have a sustainable show that we can keep going for hopefully a very long time. Uh, I think that about does it. Ben, you got anything you want to plug in there? No, that's, that's, that's perfect. All right. Well, uh, happy Halloween, and thanks for listening. This is a Be Good Indie Arts podcast. Follow us at BGI Arts to learn more.